NXT Revisited is here. Ginger, welcome. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, good luck to Greeny. Uh, he's donating another inch to a much-needed person. So, but I'm 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 doing okay tonight. You know, we get a, we got a. I think this episode of NXT was really really good, and I'm looking forward to going over it. Yeah, it was it was definitely definitely an interesting one. Um, We'll we'll talk about it at the end. Um, certain things that you might want to go back and watch, but there is a couple of different things that you might want to go back and watch on this one. Mm. Uh, but the episode starts off with a recap of Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler. Um, standard kind of recap video, just just preparing you for what what should be the blow off of their feud uh, in the main event, the cage match. Uh, so you guys talked about it last week with the uh, the beginning of uh, the breakout tournament. Uh, a bunch of guys with brand new names, and we get the first match in that as Joaquin Wild, who was the previous previous DJZ Zima Ion and Shima Ion in uh, Impact and the Independent Circuit. And oh wait, wait, what? That's who that is? You didn't realize that that was, that was Zima Ion? No. Oh my god, yeah. He he had the big fucking poofy yes. hair in Impact. Yes, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Angel Garza, who is the former Garza Jr. Um, so yeah, so Joaquin Wilde gets the the the, the intro first. Uh, he comes out with a Predator light up helmet and light up shirt, which I thought was pretty fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, I po- I definitely popped for it myself. I was like, wow, that's 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 good stuff right there. Yeah, it's it's something unique, obviously. Uh, so yeah, so uh, anyone who has watched Impact or, or knows this guy, you know, DJZ, like you said, had the big fucking hair. Suddenly now he's shaved, you know, or, or he's got his head buzzed and he's got some odd colors in it. Uh, I liked how unique he looked, and like, I guess it's been a while since I've seen him because I didn't realize he was as tatted up as he was. Like he has a ton of fucking tattoos here. Yeah, I think the last time I'd seen him in Impact was, God, I think four, five years ago, uh, right around the time when he... Um, Paralyzed again? Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> that was the last time that I'd yeah. seen him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, completely covered in tats now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the different hairstyle, I, I, I am fucking shocked right now because I had no <laughs> idea that's who that was. Oh, always, always good to, to learn things live on a podcast. So... What happened to him that they kept bringing up? Because they didn't specifically say what happened. That is true. But... I, I'm going to have to look it up because I, I had the same reaction too. Because he's got a um, a giant, giant scar. scar. Yeah, down the down the center of his of his chest. He's, he mentions it. Um, but yeah, so in two he says 2017 is when it happened. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Get down to it. Because I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't bring that up and like talk about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. they just kind of like stuck. They just said it was just a almost a, a life threatening injury, and I was like, "Well, what the fuck was it?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Was see. it during a match? I'm trying to. I'm trying to see it. Um. Because hmm. like. Yeah, like I said, they they he brought it up during his pre-match interview oh, promo. Yes. Yep. Uh, so April fifth, two thousand seventeen, suffered um, a suffered his second colon-related health scare after Ooh. after a four fifty splash from a Laredo kid during a match at, for the Crash promotion in Mexico City caused a ruptured colon and internal bleeded. Oh, oh. my God. Uh, so doctors gave him a 20% chance of having to use a colostomy bag for the rest of his life. That's so, wild. Yeah. Um, the surgery was successful. No pun intended there. <laughs> right. Uh, so he... Oh, jeez, man, yeah. Um, he returned to the ring two months later. How? How did you go from a life-threatening surgery to two months later returning to the ring? Ah, uh, that's fucking ballsy. I know. So, it uh, says that the injury resulted in thousands of dollars in debt related to hospital bills and an estimated $10,000 in lost revenue from missed bookings. And you take two <sighs> months off, and man, that's it. Um, so, yeah, the, the first yeah, that's... Of, yeah, the first emergency he had was 2013. He had a benign tumor on his bladder. Um, which, was, oh, which was discovered during emergency appendectomy. Did he, like, insult a witch doctor or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> somebody have a fucking voodoo doll of that fucking guy? Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't bring that up, really. Like, he just said, yeah. oh, I almost lost my life in 2017, and now I'm here. So, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Exploded colon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's anyone on me. Uh, so he is facing off against Angel Garza. Uh, Angel, despite the fact that he looks like he could be one of the Cologne cousins, uh, is actually the cousin of Humberto Carrillo, uh, as well as the um, grandson of Hector Garza okay. and the son of Humberto Garza, which is why he is Garza Jr. Uh, so he is Angel Garza here, but his actual name is Humberto Garza. Which you would figure out because, of course, his trunks say HG, not AG. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, he got his name the same day D- the DJZ got his new name, and yet Joaquin Wilde has pants that say Wilde down the side of him. <laughs> Garza, on the other hand, couldn't be bothered. It looks yeah. like, eh, it's close enough. I get it. As long as you got the G, kid. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so Garza Garza starts off this match in pants that I was like I'm like why what's wrong with those the, the seam on those pants they look fucking weird yeah <laughs> and it makes sense because they're tearaway pants <laughs> as in the middle of it he becomes a fucking magic mic extra and tears his pants off to reveal his trunks and his loved hand. it yeah. no homo either <laughs> like I just thought it was great like once he got the upper hand he was like rip and it was yeah. like whoa it's, so this was kind of the funny thing was 
both of these guys during their promo videos sort of came off as heels. And, like, because DJ's... I'm going to keep calling him that, I'm sorry. Joaquin Wild sort of talks about, like, oh, the, the surgery, all it did was ruin my six-pack and everything like that. And then Angel Garza just comes off as a prick in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it was kind of kind of interesting, but I was like, well, you know, it's a tournament. They're both getting across, across their character, so it doesn't really need to be, like, face first heel or anything like that. Um, but this match is how every NXT should be started. Because yes. it was so fucking good. Um, just, these two guys are going back and forth. Um, Wild winds up like feigning like he's going to hop to the outside. Garza walks away, so he like casually walks onto the apron and then proceeds to dive through the fucking ring post to the other side to hit him. Like mm-hmm. that's that's fucking great. <laughs> the big spot in this was uh, we get a Spanish fly. That somehow Wild kicks out of, which is the the top, <sighs> the top rope. I know it's one of those. The Spanish Fly is one of those moves um, that makes no fucking logical sense, but it sure looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sure looks pretty. It sure does look pretty. Um, but, uh, the way that they finished this was uh, Angel Garza hits a butterfly stunner, which is something I have never seen before. I've never even. I don't see how it's a stunner. I don't either, but that's um, what he called what 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 they call it. So. Yeah, that's what uh, Nigel called it. Was yeah. a butterfly stunner. I was like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. It's I figured of, that it would have been like a compactor esque name yeah. to it. Right. Well, and it's it's sort of uh, it's sort of like the was it what did she call that one? The rampage or the page turner? Which ones? Where she? It's set up the same way where you're like. Our head under, like you're gonna DDT him and like. Yeah, I think I think that's the rampage. Okay, but instead of falling back for a DDT, he just sort of falls for you know falls to his. He knees. just sits out. Yeah, he just sits out, uh, which is an, I don't know that does anything really if you think about it. <laughs> it's just like it compacts the neck, maybe. Yeah, I guess, but it sure looks pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um. <laughs> yeah. So any uh, anything else that you had to say about? Uh, I had a few things on this one. Uh, I really enjoyed when Angel Garza came out and went to slap the fan. He blows off the fan <laughs> and then grabs that old lady's hand and kisses it. Yes, fucking amazing. So it still, it was weird because you didn't know if he was going in as the healer, the baby, with that because mm-hmm. the fucking crowd like popped for the fact that he blew off the fan, yeah. <laughs> but then they popped even harder when he kissed the old lady's hand. I yeah. love that. That was really good. Yeah, this is uh, sort of, this is sort of the problem with the NXT crowd though is that they know both of these guys, so they're just, they're just yeah fucking excited to see both of them. They're like, oh my god, we're watching Garza <laughs> Jr. and and fucking DJZ face off. <laughs> Um, I, I do liked Garza's cockiness. Mm. Um, it, it definitely fit his 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 uh, his overall look. Uh, definitely helps. It's going to help his character out definitely in the future. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, double pump handle face crusher oh, gosh, that he yeah. did. Uh, it was almost it was hooked up. I think like. Uh, uh, like a yeah, a pump handle slam, but his heads and his legs, yeah. he flipped him. I, 
I was like, what the fuck? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's another one of those things. I mean, Garza had like two or three different moves where I'm like, I was like, I don't think I've ever fucking seen that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was fucking shocked by this. Uh, mm. One thing, if, if, if Garza, obviously... Uh, Gars went over, but if he continues to do what he does, he almost reminds me of a Rick the Model Martell and Andrade mix. Yeah, he's he's what they wish Alberto Derail would have been, and yeah. he's he is like a slightly slightly better talking um, Andrade, which kind of a bummer. But he's got he's. He has more charisma than Andrade, so he's sort of yeah. a better version of him. Sadly, Not... yeah. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I really enjoy Andrade's work. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, he doesn't speak good English, so it's kind of tough. But that's what he's got um, uh, Zelina Vega for. Like, right. But they want him to cut promos. It's like, why? He has yeah. a fucking manager. Yeah. But whereas... anyways, back to the, back to this match, though. Yeah. I don't want to get too mm-hmm. far off. Um, I did like the straight jacket reversal submission yeah. where he had him hooked up and then he went to like lean back and then Wild rolled through and put the straight jacket submission yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't like that the Spanish fly didn't bring it home. Um, uh, yeah, and then the I called Garza's finisher uh, double hook lift sandwich driver. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Before that, I actually knew the name of it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, this match, uh, like you said, definitely a very, very good start for this uh, NXT episode. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> one of those things that uh, when you when you start the show with a match like this, it, it instantly makes you kind of sit up a little taller, and you go, okay, mm-hmm. all right, what what do we got going on here? You know, um, and uh, you know we've had sort of really good matches in the past that have started shows so then maybe the middle has been kind of iffy um this one here uh i i I thought that the this one was definitely i think the probably the best match on the show um but we'll 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 get there Uh, yeah so the next thing i have my notes just because i usually free flow these things is and i'm sorry but beth doesn't have a good voice for promos no and so like, when she's taken over Percy's role of person who hypes stuff later on in the events. So when when you get like the before you go to break or after you're coming back from break, and it's like, oh, next week Adam Cole baby will take on, uh, or Roddy Strong will take on uh, Tyler Breeze, and she's just like, Roderick Strong will take on Tyler Breeze, and you're just like, you don't you don't have the excitement, you know? That, yeah, it, it's too soft. Yeah. That's not saying she's not a good commentator. She's she's a yeah. good commentator. She does she does a good job. She's got she brings good insight and stuff like that. I just don't think that she should be the one doing those promos. I think Morrow is mm-hmm. the one who needs to do those promos because he gets hyped for everything. You know. Yeah, he's fucking energy drinks twenty four seven. I right. swear to God. Because even because even Nigel can be sort of flatline on those things too because mm-hmm. he just doesn't he does, he's a more soft spoken guy. But Nigel is an amazing commentator, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely needs a. Maybe just just take one of those fucking guys down there, dude. Just have Keith Lee fucking do all your promos, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to a a video for Kushida, um, which he does mainly in Japanese, 
Um, I've always I've always liked the fact that NXT just sort of embraces the fact that it makes sense that they would speak their native language in you know yeah it like makes that. sense yeah so you know Kushida goes goes through his promo and and then he has a couple of lines in English so it's like okay mm-hmm. well I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the important things to me and then I'm going to give the audience that doesn't understand what I'm saying the you know the kind of condensed clip notes version of it. <laughs> Uh, but essentially, it is that he's excited. He doesn't care. SmackDown, Raw, Two or Five Live, NXT. He's just wants to see who's going to step up and be his opponent. Uh, so, I thought great way to get him on the show because you're not, yep. you know, because obviously we're not seeing him him fight tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go into from that we go to the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Bums. Uh, <laughs> and again, Street Profits man, like. I was I was a little surprised that they followed the first match with the Street Profits because the Street Profits get you hype. And so yep. like we were already kinda of hype off that first match, like we're gonna try to get us more hype with them coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I think they were trying because <clears throat> I think last week's episode it, it was okay, but it wasn't there was only really one good match so i think they kind of looked at this nxt episode as we need to bump this up a little bit more than last week yeah so um once uh, everyone gets into the ring um the street profits cut a little promo on uh, on the forgotten bums uh pretty much saying like we're we're handing out smoke um and <laughs> we're going to uh go ahead and and put the titles on the line which the crowd proceeds to chant no. No. <laughs> well, normally when a tag team does that, they do the job and lose the straps. Right, yeah. So I just I understood that aspect, but it's just it's just funny that <laughs> these guys have such go away heat that the crowd doesn't even want to see them in a title match. They know they're nope. going to watch them in a match, they're just like, No, no. Don't do this. No, don't do it. Um this so the match itself was kind of just a match, um, you know. I mean, it, yeah, it, the Suns got the heat at the beginning, um, and then really there was nothing spectacular about it except for the um, hip toss when he was on the rope, and then he mm-hmm. conveniently bounced into a backflip and landed on his own feet again. Yeah. So I thought that was an alright spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dawkins got to show a little bit of his strength by uh, yes. carrying around one of the guys. <laughs> Just kind of like, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the end of the match saw Riker cost his own team the match. Like, he was, he was that <sighs> confident that his own team was going to get the three count there that he had to pull Montez Ford off of up for the up for the pin. It's like, boy, just throw in a fucking towel on your own team. <laughs> you know, I'd lo- I, I since I've started watching NXT, there hasn't been a match that ended, and there hasn't been a show that there hasn't been a match that ended in some kind of shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Well, come on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, but I mean, of course, fucking um, uh, Montez Ford got his fucking 
leaping a uh, leap of fucking faith frog splash i don't understand how that fucker gets that high i don't know man i think <laughs> like, we've, we've talked about it before he's almost hit the fucking ceiling at, like at certain it's fucking bananas like yeah. dude like i don't i don't understand it i think it's awesome but yeah it's mm-hmm. it's fucking wild he has so much fucking energy it's <laughs> it's insane like he just and you know you you see some guys that have like the energetic like energy when they come down to the ring and it winds up taking them a second for them to like recover in order to do the match but he like he comes down he dances the entire fucking time fucking full board man yeah and then like continues to keep wrestling and just like do you do you have a motor that just doesn't quit dude like what is going on with you man (laughs) and yeah i mean it's it's great and um i think i mean you look at a guy like angela dawkins a dude who by all accounts if this didn't work would probably have been on the independent so you've seen at this point yeah because he had been in development for years and this is, I mean, it's been, it's been a great opportunity. And, you know, he stepped up himself, too. You know, I can't, yeah. I can't say it's not just, it's, it's not just Ford. It's, he, he's done his part as well and, and has added his own special thing to the team. Um, but, yeah, so after afterwards, uh, the creator wrestlers hit the ring um, to try to run <laughs> off the, uh, the bonds. Uh, and then they proceed to just, like, grab the tag belts and keep and play keep away from fucking. I know Lord. he stepped towards him and fucking uh, who was it Lorcan? Lorcan, yeah. Like just pulls away. It's mm-hmm. like what the fuck? What, yeah. are you, what are you doing? So they they give the belts back and uh, and Birch tells them uh, these are yours, but you owe us. And it's like yeah, yeah, but they didn't really ask for your help. So yeah, so they would they would have been yeah dragged by. A, by their fucking yeah. to go away sons motorcycles like it's <laughs> it's fucking stupid god i hate them yeah uh so we get a shot of teddy pussy taping up Shada baser while the other yeah. one decides to shine the belt uh, <laughs> uh and then we get a i guess a promo for killian dane wasn't much, uh, 15 too, seconds <laughs> yeah 15 seconds no words spoken you get a flash of his face and that's it so I don't even know if you could really call it a promo for him because you didn't even Mysterious. put his name in there. Plus, it's like it's like wait, we know this guy though, <laughs> so it's not yeah, nice little. It's a repackage though. I yeah. mean, he's been off of TV for God. He got called up yeah with uh, san- sanity, and then all of a sudden he's apparently going back to NXT. Yeah, which which <laughs> sucks because his wife now is getting kind of a push up in the main roster. Yeah. So. Uh, and then we get uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. They are sad about Mia Yim. And, <laughs> ah, man, it's a good thing they're pretty. Because they cannot cut a promo. That fucking promo is way too long. It seemed like after a certain point, they either forgot what they were supposed to say or they ran out of script and had to improv, and it was bad yep. because it just was like... <sighs> They do they do this odd thing with these two where like they it seems like they try to improv some of the things but they're not that good at it so it's like Vanessa Bourne's like oh you should keep that bandana on the whole time and like Aaliyah's like yeah because because you gotta lower and maybe you keep that hat on too because <laughs> yeah it's like <sighs> damn it it's a, it's, it's a good thing you're beautiful. <laughs> 
also, I, I think Aaliyah was reading off of cue cards at a certain point because her eyes kept darting down. And I was like, Oh, probably. Is there cue cards on there? Because it doesn't seem like this is that much for you to remember. You're not. You're not doing this live. Like, they do multiple takes of this. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, this is definitely a multiple taker. But, I mean, it was, like I said, it was just too long. Like, just shit on Mia Yim and then bring it home. Like, yeah. it didn't need, I think it was like two minutes, oh, almost two minutes of them just babbling. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Why? It right. needs to be 30 seconds tops. Yeah, and then they, they tried to do a callback to their, their last promo, and they're like, there's no book that'll save that. Like, what does oh. that even mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. But that takes us to Nikos Rikos. Oh, my God. The man with the worst ring gear ever. What the fuck is Mikos Likos wearing? Seriously. Like, uh, he's a, he, had to have look, he had to have taken a look at, like, Ruby Riot or the old, like, Zack Ryder gear. And he was like, it's good. But you know what it needs? More. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take that general idea of one leg bare, one leg with with clothing on it. I'm gonna pull it to the top too. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. what Likos Quikos was thinking on this one. <laughs> no either, man. Also, uh, I did notice that Spikos Blikos looks a lot like Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I did like about the character, he just screamed "Opa," and that was it. <laughs> he had "Opa" written on his ass too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this oh, was no. this was a nothing splash match. Uh, Twikos Likos gets hit by the limit breaker, and Keith Lee sends him on his way. <laughs> well, it was the fucking pounce that he hit him with. Holy shit! He pounced him off of the ropes. <laughs> yeah, like it was like three quarters of the way across the ring, and he smashed into the ropes, and then he bounced off the ropes. It was, it was a this is exactly what Damian Priest should have had last week. Yes. This also is is an actual squash match, which is something yes. you don't get in NXT. I was I was a little surprised too. I was like I'm like is fucking Quifos Bifos going to be able to get some offense on Keith Lee here? Like <laughs> and he got like one little slap and a chop and Keith no sold it and it's like this is what you're supposed to do to build up a monster. Yeah. You know, not not this like fucking uh, Dijakovic, Adrian Jow shit where the guy gets like he's on offense for like 80% of the match. <sighs> no, it needs to be this where you just d- demolish a fucking dude. Yeah, so uh, R.I.P. to Picos Wicos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we go to Adam Colbebe and he uh, we, we show him going to Download Vest uh, defending the title there. Uh, and then we show after he gets back and lands, and he is in front of Gargano's restaurant, which was interesting. I'm, I'm liking where this is going, but before yeah. we get too far, I did like the guest appearance from Corey Taylor. Yes, that was nice, 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 yeah. nice. He's like, "Wow, look at this man!" And then that was it. But was his it. new mask is awesome. Oh, it's so cool. I'm, I, I like the fact they went back to the masks too. You know. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. But man, it's it was nice. Uh, it was nice to kind of show that you know, kind of give a reason for why Cole, you know, isn't here. Had yeah. really been on the show. It was like, oh yeah, he's doing other things. He's def- He even says like, I'm on a private jet. Johnny never got this. 
I'm defending the belt everywhere. Like Johnny never did this. It's it's really cool that he's just like kind of shoving it in his face. Like look mm-hmm. look what I got. You know. I love it. I yeah. love where this is going. Yeah. We also got a little bit of a hint of something because he talks to Roddy Strong on the phone and says, "Did you order it?" And but he doesn't say what it is. So mm-hmm. he plays kind of the pronoun game of like. What did they order? What's going on? And he's on? like, he's almost like smiling like a fucking 13 year old boy in his crush. Like, so just like, it's such a good tease. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to fucking bring next week or the week after, whenever the hell he comes in. Yeah. Yeah, because you know it's something. And you know, with, with how these guys have been doing shit lately, with yeah. them redoing the, the intro to the show <laughs> last week and everything like that. You know it's going to be something entertaining. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that brings us to our main event, um, which is the cage match between Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai. Uh, so first off, uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's just my my mind making it that way, but this cage feels a lot more intimate than like a WWE cage. I fucking love this cage so much more. Yeah. It's a little it's a little shorter. You can mm-hmm. you can kind of tell that. But the having like the big bars kind of around the top of it and down the center just seem to make it seem like it's a more sturdy structure than what you get yeah. in the... And also I noticed the um the holes in the fencing were larger. They were more spaced. Yeah. So you could actually see into the cage, rather with the small ones, you have a lot more, and you can't see shit. Yeah. Well, also with the with the main roster ones, with the small ones, they have to cut holes in them for like handholds and footholds. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this, they didn't have to do that; they just you know, stepped in it. Yep. Um, I also like the fact that the cage was already bent in a couple areas, so like the camera <laughs> would pan and there'd be like a couple little bends, and I just thought that that added to. The fact that, like, okay, yeah, this is something. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I noticed before we even got to this match is, so Shayna has her her spade logo on her ass, but in the center of that spade logo is, like, another little spade, and it just makes it look like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that far into it. I, I couldn't go back. If you go back, you will, you will not be able to unsee it. You'd be like, yep, she got butthole on her butt. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, so this was just a fucking hard hitting match to begin with. Uh, you got Shayna with the with the gloves with the MMA mm-hmm. gloves. Yeah. Um, and then she was she was doing a lot of punches. Obviously, like she did like some rapid fire like Shayna Mac punches at one point that didn't look that great. But then the rest of her punches and stuff like that looked great throughout the match. Like she just kept like wildly swinging and looking like she was hurting Io. And then just launching EO into the cage walls left and right, too. Yeah, I like, I like the fact that Morrow had uh, brought up that he had uh, called some of her matches. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what he said. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I like the fact that she went into this looking like she was stepping back into the octagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that that was that was a nice little touch by her. I will give her credit for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um Shirai tries to climb out of the cage, uh, but she gets stopped and gets the Kirafuda clutch locked onto her while they're on the top. Uh, then Shayna throws her off, 
And then Shayna looks like she's going to leave, and then Shirai hits a German off the top ropes. And, brutal. Oh, gosh. And not only did it look brutal, but then the landing as well. Like, Shayna landed on her shoulder. Not, yeah, and uh, it looked like Io over-rotated, mm-hmm. and that, that looked pretty rough as well. I think they both got a shit deal on that one. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, neither <laughs> neither of them were hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that was, I was like, okay. Um, so as Shirai is about to exit the door, the goons arrive, um, and they proceed to start arguing with Jessica Carr. And then Shirai kicks the door into Jessica Carr and Jessamyn Duke. Not Marina Shafir, the, uh, the fucking official and one of the other ones. Um, but this allows Shafir to lock the door and keep Shirai inside. Uh, I like the fact that you call them the goons because I actually have them labeled as the goons in oh, my notes as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all they are at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean they worked the, the match last week or the week before, uh, but yeah, they, they're still the fucking goons. I don't give a shit what, you, what anybody says. Nice. Um, so Candice arrives to try to even the odds. <clears throat> um, so Jessamine Duke gets into the ring. She proceeds to start dragging Shane over to the door, uh, then Candace hits a crossbody off the top. Jesus the top Christ. And we have uh, we have made our our opinions very clear on the goons here, on their ability as wrestlers. They are improving, but that is a lot of fucking trust to put into her oh, to be yeah. able to catch her when she's not an established veteran like Shayna, I feel like okay, you you've shown enough that I can trust you. Just yes. Duke to catch you, like I don't know, but she does. She does a great job of it. Catches her. Well, it's Lady Gru, right? She can grow yeah. arms, and you exactly. know, she can grow out and catch yeah. her. <laughs> exactly. It was definitely the better choice of the two because she might have pancaked Marina Shafir. Yeah, but uh, credit to her for catching her because she caught her perfectly. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um. So then, uh, Shirai, who's been on top of the cage this entire time, decides, yeah, I don't need to win this match. Because <laughs> <laughs> she hits a fucking moonsault onto Shayna. And, like, this was this was that moment where I'm just like, I was like, it doesn't make sense. Why, why do the moonsault when you are right there? Well, I think they had pointed out because they were showing Baszler walking towards the okay. door. Yeah. So I think she was doing it basically to cut her off. So it, it made sense. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so so maybe that one made sense. What's mm-hmm. coming up here? <laughs> hmm. uh, so then they both try to get out of the door. Uh, they proceed to like keep dragging each other away before getting back in there. It was uh, the then... Bret Hart Owen Hart. Yep. Um, and then Shayna winds up locking in the Karafuda clutch on Shirai as they're both like somewhat out the door. And then Shirai grabs the door, slams it into Shayna's head, which causes her to pass out and fall outside for the win. Making Shirai look kind of dumb to do that. <laughs> I understand it was desperate. I understand it's like a desperation thing, but it's like you you essentially let her win. Yes and no, because I was looking at it as Shirai was thinking that the door would knock her back and not knock her out, in quotations, yeah. and have her fall forward. I actually enjoyed the finish. Okay. Um, 
Considering the fact that we just had a cage match with Dolph and um, Kofi, they had yeah. to come up with something different. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I actually enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. Um, so so here is, here's where, to me, there was, there was a, a clear thing that they could have done to make what happens next a little bit more logical. Um, because, so what happens is after Shayna regains consciousness... She realizes she won won the championship. She proceeds to walk away, and then Io Shirai proceeds to snap and attack Candice LeRae. And to me, like that didn't make a ton of sense. Why she would just be like, "All right, I'm fucking done," and take out Candice. It to me, if you would have had Candice slam the cage door into Shayna, and then Shayna falls forward and wins the match. Then at least you've got something there where it's like, okay, she she can blame her for it. Instead, it's just like, all right, I got pissed and I beat up the chick that was helping me. <laughs> Which, well, that's literally all it is. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, on on her way out, like she explains a lot in Japanese, but she says like, I don't need friends, like numerous times. So, mm-hmm. so I, and, <laughs> yeah. One thing that I fucking heard and I died laughing. So she's talking. What, what languages are? I don't want to fuck it up. Japanese. language Japanese okay yeah. so she's yelling all this Japanese and you hear this guy from the fucking crowd said yeah what she said <laughs> you fucking serious dude oh my god oh god damn um I think they almost felt that if they didn't do the turn with the eel on this mm-hmm. where else was she gonna go cause you know Vince hasn't called her up yet obviously so I think this was a nice little heel turn, and yeah. I believe that me and you had this discussion. They don't have many heel females, right? Other yeah. than Shane and her goons. Yeah, they so don't, they don't have a lot of credible heel. Yeah, because which Vanessa and Aaliyah are not credible heel challengers. No. Kind of yeah. So, so yeah, so you've got the goon squad isn't really credible threats for anything other than just mm-hmm. chicks that beat up people. Yeah, so you really only have Shayna, and then you've got kind of nothing. So now you've got Shayna and Io, and mm-hmm. you can now kind of position yourself where um, so you got Mia Yim who's essentially going to be challenging um, for Shayna, so you've got it, there, there's your face versus heel, and even that, she's got these two fucking uh, women that are against her, but now you've also got Candace versus Io as like a second storyline kind of thing, and either one of those could turn around and get that championship belt off Shayna, because it seems like it's happening soon. Like, I, I, I don't I honestly <laughs> yeah. yeah I honestly thought it was gonna be this mm-hmm. to be honest because I, it was they haven't had a title change in quite some time on a house show or mm-hmm. a, a NXT taping so I was kind of expecting it to um, happen uh, tonight but mm-hmm. fucking assholes kept it on Shayna yeah well and that's <laughs> again they've they've really built the Shayna um, this this run with her with the belt I think has been really good because she's had she's had a lot of like convincing victories and then mm-hmm. late, lately she's been having a lot more of these like fluky yeah. uh, barely got out of it situations yeah so it's been a nice little where it's like she started off as very dominant and now it's kind of like the rest of the competition's getting a little bit better mm-hmm. and now she's having to like come up with ways to to do it or get the goons to help her out kind of thing so I think that's great and I think it leads perfectly into her dropping the championship if they find a way to you know keep the goons out of it 
you know, and make it such as one-on-one, then you really get that test. And I think that that tells a better story, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or they really keep fucking playing this. How long was Asuka champion for? Uh, too long. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, they brought it up again in this one, too. Where it's like, yeah. oh, so Asuka could be fucking getting called down again, maybe, for a nice little feud. But who knows? I mean... Or you might get that when Baszler gets called up. Yeah. Or not called up, but goes to SmackDown to Raw. Yeah, we really need to stop calling it called up. It's, it's more like yeah. they get demoted to Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at this fucking point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, the other thing too is, you know, do, do you have Shayna keep it to set the record for longest? You know, beat Asuka's record, which is also a possibility at this point. I don't know. Uh, how close she is to it, but they have been—they definitely have been bringing that up. Um, it's got to be fucking close. She's been champ since fucking God mid, oh God mid last year, if not further. Yeah, because she won the tournament for when Asuka, um, uh, uh, fucking revoked, uh, not revoked, uh, uh, relinquished. Relinquished it, right? Uh, I believe. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Let's. I'm let's, trying to think because I know nobody beat her for yeah, it. Let's, so. let's check the peds. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Uh, no, Kyrie. Sorry. Ky- um, oh yeah. So Ember oh. uh, Moon was the one who won it after. Okay. After Asuka lost it, uh, okay. Shayna beat Ember Moon. Then, okay. Ky- then Kyrie beat Shayna, and then now Shayna has it again. So Shayna is at two forty-one. Asuka was five twenty-two. Oh Jesus so Christ! Not anywhere near. Please no. Please yeah. God, don't let it happen that long. Um, she is nearing. Wow, there have been <clears throat> some. There have been some long ones. Uh, so she, in terms of combined days, is is second, but that's only because she's the only two-time champion. Um, in terms of title reigns, she is, let's see, Paige had it 308, so that would, she's the second longest, um, and Charlotte had it 258, so she is nearing Charlotte for number three, but she's fourth, fourth longest single reign. Really fucking long reigns. Yeah, so the only person that's been under a hundred days has been Ember Moon. Sorry, Ember. <laughs> or sorry, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Ember had it for 140. So yeah, Kyrie Sane was the only person. She had it for 71. So it's not like she had it for like a day. Yeah. But still, like, sorry. She didn't have a Mick Foley title reign. Right. Or a Kane title reign. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. So uh, yeah, the the heel turn here. Um, uh, the fucking she beat the she beats the shit out of her with the chair after she, I I liked how she kind of like was like, whoa, hold on, what am I doing here? And then proceeds to get out of the cage, acts like she's gonna leave, and then stands up, turn, shakes her head, and grabs mm-hmm. the chair, throws the chair in, beats the holy hell yeah out of Candace with the chair, and then the fucking. Uh, Brain buster, oh. you could call it. Yeah, fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. That yeah. looked really nice. 
I like too. So she hits it and then just proceeds to kick the chair away. Which <laughs> that was that was just the perfect kind of attitude. And then yeah, then she she bitches her way down uh, to the back, and I like the fact that uh, so she like goes back and and yeah. She, speaks a bunch of Japanese and then says I don't need any friends and then she gets to the top of the ramp and people are booing her and she goes I don't care and walks away <laughs> I was like, so good you go. uh, so I hope I hope you enjoyed that theme song because you ain't gonna hear it anymore nope so yeah um, little little spoiler there but the next time we see her she's going to have new theme music and a brand new look so I for one I'm 100% behind this I mean I'm I think that uh you know her as a heel i think adds a nice dramatic to it because people have have loved her since she showed up you know mm-hmm. and i think and the crowd turned on her as soon as she turned on candace i thought that was a perfect person for her to turn on you know i i just i don't know that if she turned on Kyrie, if she would have got the same reaction because i feel like the crowd was sort of over Kyrie at that point that when she was leaving kind of thing or or at least had been to the point where just like yeah we've got we've got our new our new girl now that we like but Candace has definitely been, you know, and and very sympathetic where she keeps saving her. And then this is how she gets repaid. So fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And also one thing that I do like this gives Candace a full storyline to go with mm-hmm. instead of kind of just having these matches in and out. They're actually going to give her something to go with. And I have a feeling these two are going to have a really good story to tell. Yeah, very much so. And. We finally get uh, Candice LeRae as Candice LeRae and not just Mrs. Johnny Wrestling. So, <laughs> uh, I also just noticed that we're both wearing uh, superhero shirts. So, ooh, I got <laughs> Spider Man. I got I got to my Punisher on. Nice. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so, side note. Uh, side, side note. Yeah. So all in all, um, I really enjoyed the episode. Um, withstand, notwithstanding the the couple of kind of shitty promos in the, in yeah. the middle there, but. Uh, yeah, I thought that even the Keith Lee squash match I thought was entertaining, mostly because of the fact that Keith has that presence about him, and, and it was fucking hilarious watching him beat the shit of Blicos Blicos Jr. Uh, and then obviously the, the opening match is one, people should go back and watch this one. The opening mm-hmm. match was so good. The, the cage match I thought was really good too. I mean, just watch this whole fucking episode. Yeah, we, we've got we've gotten some really good episodes the past few weeks, and I don't think they're gonna be looking back at any like, oh, you know, this match kind of. I think you're gonna be getting some good shit now. Yeah, the the last episode that I think was kind of just yeah was the one after Takeover, and and the one after Takeover is usually the episodes that are kind of just whatever because they're just the the kind of followed videos. And yeah. the matches that they recorded, so mm-hmm. you kind of expect it. But yeah, they've gone just full bore into this one, and really good. And I'm so fucking pumped to see the rest of this breakout tournament. Because if they continue to have matches like that... <sighs> fucking fire. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, I mean, it's the perfect way. You've got you've got eight fucking dudes that you want to bring up to TV. This is the way to do it. Do mm-hmm. a tournament. Give them the little, the little videos where they can express themselves, and and run with it so because now the next time akeem wild shows up people know who the fuck he is you know so and i i hope that we see more from him because i really enjoyed him obviously angel garza is a star in the making right there i have high hopes for him in this (laughs) tournament yeah so yeah but again this is this is only the first match first (laughs) match i know so we've got uh, next week i 
think it's... Uh, I have it written down. Hold on a second. Uh, it is... Uh, where the fuck is it? I swear... I... Isaiah? I, Isaiah. I, I put San for some reason. Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Cameron Grimes. Okay. Do you know either of those two? Negative. Okay. Isaiah Swerve Scott is Shane Strickland. Um, okay. And uh, Cameron Grimes is Trevor Lee from Impact. So, so I think I, I probably saw him more towards the end of yeah. when I was watching it or when I randomly put it on one time. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him. Uh, I like Shane Strickland, though. I think Shane is, is really good. So I think that match will be really good. Trevor is, is a, a, a good wrestler. He, to me, he just... His gimmick and his look doesn't work for me, so bland. Yeah, a little bit, you know. Okay. And, and he's like he's like Southern Justice, I guess you could call him that. Oh God. So he's not he's not that bad, but he's he's a Southern character kind of thing. I was gonna so. say it didn't work back then. I don't think it's gonna work now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's not. I wouldn't even put him on like uh like. Wyatt family level of Southerner, and I would I would say he's he's just kind of he's kind of Trevor Murdoch 2.0, so <laughs> except in better God. shape. <laughs> uh, so uh, anything else to say about the episode or? Um, no. Um, fast forward to the promos and go right to the matches on this episode. Very much so. There you go. All right. Well, so um, you can go ahead and keep it locked to RundownWrestling.com. For all your wrestling needs, there are many millions of podcasts out there, but there's no reason to listen to any of them because you got us. So um, head over there right now, uh, vote on the hottest male talent tournament. We we did just announce on the Pancakes and Power Slams podcast that in a month and a half, in August, we will be doing the hottest independent women tournament. So we did hottest WWE female ter- talent tournament, and now we are doing the hottest women on the independent circuit. Um, so that is going to be a lot of fun. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. So so look for that next month for the uh, the bracketology on that, and then obviously check back on rundownwrestling.com to start your voting once the voting actually begins. Uh, so with that, I want to thank Ginger for joining me. Hey, thank you very much for joining me, sir. All right. And since Jason is not here, you will NXT him next week. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.